open out of thought is destructive. Not only destructive to the body, but destructive, progressively destructive in the direction of destroying everything that man has built for himself. Just now is this one. Yes, this what I thought yesterday. Yesterday you said something like, at least was, I, I'm not sure you it correctly, I think it came down to the following thing. You said something like, you do not exist. And immediately this machine says, yes, I know. You know that you do not exist. Yes, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But this is a kind of a chewing gum in which we are. No, I'm not uh, trying to trick you into any situation to no, nothing, you see. You don't exist, you see, except as an idea, as a knowledge, you see. And what is it that tells you that this is your... Uh, this is your hand. This is your hand, yes. But if you ask me whose hand it is, of course, it's my hand, it's solid. You see, that implies there is a, uh, some reference point which identifies uh, this hand with with it, you see some entity there. Where is that entity? No. The entity is the knowledge. So the eye comes and goes, comes and goes. You see, the moment you recognize that as a candle, candle light, that is the eye. There is no other eye there. That's all that I'm saying. And a lot more about it. That's my candle. That's not your candle. You see, you know, don't blow the candle. The whole lot. Basically, the I is the word, that's all, the first person singular pronoun. This chap always objects to me, I have to say you. And he thinks that I am referring to him, he wants to say that he is not. You know, but he is something different, you see, not like all the others. So when I say you, it's in contradistinction to the first person singular pronoun. I say, I, I, if I say, I, I, all the time, it is boring. So if it is you, 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 it's also boring. So sometimes I switch to, and I don't want to use you and I and make it poetic. You and I, or the speaker, or what is being said. That's more egocentric, more than... More boring. There was one Swami there, and Ramdas his name. I think he died in '63. He has a big ashram. His mother is still there. He always referred to himself as Ram, Rama. You see, Ramdas his name. You see, Ramdas. Ramdas is delighted to meet you, Mr. Krishna. Ramdas wants to take you round this ashram for you. Ramdas, you know, what the hell you talking? Why not you use I and get it over? If it's too disgusting, Ramdas will be delighted to have you for lunch. Forget it. Keep on going. Use I. I will be glad. I will be happy. Why Ramdas is delighted? What nonsense? He's more self-centered than an ordinary man. What does he prove by that? See that. Is the eye is absent there or what? This is a mode of uh, communication. See, I use it so many times, see, it doesn't mean anything. It's the first person singular pronoun. And you, I, he, see, he, she, it is. It will do what you like. 
So that does not uh, prove that you are free from all that. That's enough, I think. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you said two times forty-five. I know you do not. Even know. before I started, I said that. You know. Nice meeting you all, and goodbye. Always. What do you want? I am ready to talk. I can sit and talk for the rest of the night, and until I get into the plane, day after tomorrow morning, it's not going to help you at all. Just to not fill up the rest of the month. Rest of the Monday, today is Monday. All right. What do you want me to say? I can't sing. <laughs> <laughs> I have an asinine voice. <laughs> what can I do? This is my song. I am singing my song. So. You don't know the melody, you don't know the tune, you don't know the lyric, it leaves some noise, you know, it's to carry, right? You are so used to this uh, all your life. Listening, 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 huh? So. What, Mr. Hank Schoenwell? Do, you, do I have your permission to? <laughs> we were spend another week here. Skip, huh? Welcome. But I want to know something more about the pleasure playing business. Yes. Uh, it is our own intention. Huh? Pain. pain is not invention, Mr. No, I mean, <laughs> pain is not. There is no meaning, mm -hmm. no mystery of pain. I am talking of physical pain, yeah. and you are talking of uh, some, other pain. some other pain, pain of not getting what you want, mm -hmm. the pain of not uh, getting things your way, yeah. the pain of not reaching your goal, that's what you are talking about, and you use the word psychological pain. I am talking about the physical pain. Everything is physical. So we are talking of two different things. And even this physical pain is, is relegated into the background by the religious people telling you that you must bear pain. You see? You know, endure pain. And that's a sign of spiritual quality, you see, if you endure pain. So the whole religion is built on the foundation of pain. You don't understand masochism. You are a masochist, you see. You enjoy pain and make a virtue of that. You enjoy poverty, you don't enjoy poverty. You make a, you see, it's too bad that you are poor. But why make a virtue of that? If you make a virtue of that, you will not do anything to free yourself from your poverty, you see. So these are all the, the tricks of the religious people to put you there, you know, where you forever there. Yes, certainly. Nothing else. So what is the other pain you are talking about, you tell me? The psychological pain. Physical, let's call it. Physical pain. Physical pain. The, the so-called so psychological pain 
is also affecting the body. So the body is not interested in your bliss. The body is not interested in pleasure. You see, so the moment there is a pleasurable sensation, there is a demand. You see, each sensation has a limited time, duration. Huh? So there is what is called a pleasurable sensation. You see, a translation of a sensation as a pleasurable sensation. You have already translated that. Holding this with your hand, holding this and holding the hand of your delicate darling, as far as the physical sense of sensation and touch are concerned, they are all the same. The sense of touch does not say that this is hard and this is soft and that is uh, soft and lovelier and delicate. It doesn't say anything. You understand? So the knowledge comes, the thought comes and tells you that this is hard. Hmm? You see, the sensation of touch does not tell you anything. The knowledge you have of this tells you that this is hard and that is possible only when the space is created between the two, otherwise it is one. You see, this thought creates the space here. So that is why they say that thought is a space. You see, at the moment the thought is born, the space is created. Not only here, all around you. Not only all around you, but also inside of you. You see, this is a pleasurable sensation. You understand what I'm saying? So, thought is space, thought is time, you see, thought is matter, you see, it creates the materiality of this, huh? gives substance to it, and then it says hard, you see, that is the soft. Hmm? So, in exactly the same way, there is a sensation which is neither pleasurable nor painful, it is just a sensation. That sensation is translated by you as a pleasurable sensation. That is inevitable. You see, so I am describing the anatomy of, uh, to give you a feel about it, you see. Why it is a pain, I am telling you. So the moment you see you, you translate a sensation as a pleasurable sensation, there is a demand for the pleasurable sensation to last longer. So the body is rejecting, you see, any sensation that stays there longer destroys the sensitivity of the body. You see, if you want to look at the flower, focusing on that, the clarity is lost. You see, the eye needs, must have clarity. So you are interested in the clarity through the use of thought. Look at the flower, you are looking at, concentrating on that, seeing the details, and so on and so forth. So but that is not what the physical eye is interested in. Yeah. Hmm? There is also so you see, so the pleasure, the moment you see, you, you translate that as a pleasurable sensation, there is a demand for that, you see, to last longer. So it is choking you to death, it cannot. It's like holding your breath for long. So you don't even know that you are breathing, are you? aware of the fact that you are breathing? No, at no time. It's not necessary for you to know. You sit in one corner and then you see, for some reason you are asked to control your brain. 
You see, then you become conscious. You use your thought, will, and then try to control your So why the hell should you control your breath, expand? You can't expand your lungs, you can't expand anything there. These jokers come along and tell you. So by controlling breath, you are denying oxygen to the brain. That's very simple. All these techniques, you see, those people have invented. There is nothing else to do there in India. You see, sitting there in the jungle there, enrolling in the grass, on the grass, looking at the sun, drinking so much juice, you know, your acid heads. And they experienced all these fantasies and shared these things with the others and you pass them on and on and on and on. Some joker experiences the same thing and talks about it. So why the hell should you be aware of the breathing? What for? So you are wanting to do that, you see. He's the one that is creating the knots in the body. It is not flowing normally. Hmm? So you create a problem. And then all these jokers about it. Vipassana Buddha used the technique. Who the hell you see? knows that he used this lost technique in the person. You make a big business of it. To be aware of your breath from the origin to the end. So you are doing something, is the one that is responsible for the tensions in the body. It's not the other way around. You first create tensions and then you want to... You see, if you have very seriously tried these things, you will discover... I discovered these things long time ago, when I was 14, 15. There was something funny about the whole business, you see. You know? So the fellow who wrote the books, who taught me these pranayams, I told him, look here, you are kidding yourself. I have no objection. You can kid yourself, but you are not going to kid me. Do more and more of the same. I am not interested in doing more and more of the same. I have done enough, you see. So this is the reason. This is our, you see, anything I experience is my own thought-induced experience, so I am not interested in that. So why, why am I saying that? <laughs> My life cut. Can we start off? But if I understand you well, you haven't understood a thing. The same applies to, to everything. Ah, yeah, we are going back to the pain. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are going back to the pain. So the moment you try, you see, to increase the duration of the particular sensation which you call pleasurable sensation, it is pain. It is pain there. That is what you see. The impossibility of holding on to the pleasure is pain. You see, that's all that you are experiencing. So it is not that the pain comes after pleasure, but the very pleasure is pain. So I am not saying for a moment, please, that you should not have pleasures, deny yourself pleasure. No. So your enlightenment, freedom, transformation, that is the ultimate pleasure you have. Your purpose in all this is to have this permanent pleasure, permanence in everything. There is no such thing as permanence at all. So you are not going to succeed. You may have some hope that somehow you will succeed, but your interest is pleasure. Your ultimate goal is ultimate pleasure. And so the enlightenment knocks not pain but pleasure. That's that's what I am telling you. It knocks off pleasure, 
not faith. You are looking for something to free yourself from pain. So you are looking for something which will keep you happy always. So that will knock off the happiness and not unhappiness because there is no such thing as unhappiness at all. See, there is no such thing as uh, unhappiness at all. If you don't know what happiness is, then there is no unhappiness. I really don't know what happiness is, so I can never be unhappy. You know? People tell me, oh, you must be always happy, and what the hell you are talking I don't even know what happiness is, so how can I be unhappy? Hmm? So overthinking is adding to the pain. Yes, huh? Pain. You love pain. Pain. That's all. That's what you want. You don't want to be free from fear. What's the good of my telling you? Somebody around the corner, he has some gimmicks. He runs a shop there. Sells you. Go. Good luck. It's not cynical. I'm telling you, go and try. Put yourself to sleep. Take some blood and sleep. Very soon the medical technology will provide you with all drugs for your problems. <laughs> Including enlightenment. Huh? <laughs> you can't ban drugs. Pleasure pills they have already. Ecstasy they have, they have banned in America. So, why you look at that? He's doing something nice. Eat. You don't want me to stop. No, it's your business. You can stop if you like. How can it be my business? You are sitting there. Yes, certainly I can go. Go. Comparing the struggle inside ourselves with the struggle outside the wars. Are we responsible? Individually, we are responsible. Individually, every one of us is. We want to blame it on the politicians, we want to blame it on the leaders, we want to blame it on somebody else. Because you see, the outside and inside is one and the same. There is no outside there. You are protecting yourself here. See, thought is a protective mechanism, building walls around yourself. How can there be, see, one No, not a chance. You can have United Nations, you can have Brotherhood organizations, not possible. You can't live with another person who you are in love with. What the hell you are talking? How, how can you be with the, the world around you? Not a chance, except on the basis of gratification. What do I get out of this? The other individual too. So the basis of all relations is born out of first your loneliness, you know, and 
the demand to fill that loneliness, and even there you are not even grateful. You see, you want great. Somebody is filling in. That's what I tell my friends. Look here, these commercials. They are the ones who are paying for the entertainment there. You know. So you should be thankful to them, but you don't want to watch. You turn off the commercials. Sometimes they are more interesting than the programs. They are the ones who are paying. It costs us millions and millions. It's, you know, it's not an easy job to televise those programs. So they are paying. And why do you you curse them? Why do you condemn them? Why do you turn off the commercials and listen only to programs? He says, I am thankful. I am grateful to them. Adjusts or aerial, or I don't know what what other things they are selling. Huh? Actually, what? Actually, I am not influenced by what they are selling, but the way they are selling is very attractive to me. You see, not what they are. The product doesn't interest me. <laughs> They're all the same, but the the way they are selling is is very interesting. No, sir, thank you. No, I wait. What? No, I'm out of business. I'm not doing it. You can do what you want. I can't do anything. I'm a helpless man. Should I help you, sir? May I help you? Who? Is it sick? I can't say no to anybody who comes to see me. That's my problem. It's not that. See, no, I can't say. What is it that I can do? I'll write it in a few words and then goodbye. Really, I'm totally, totally helpless. I want you to be also helpless, and that's the end of our relationship. You are not here. Now, if it's not then, now I'm totally helpless. You see, I can't help you. I can't do a thing to you. You see, you know, really, really, I can't. You see, I, I wish I could. You see, but I can't. There is nothing that you need. Uh, you don't need help from me. That much I know. You don't need help see, at all. So, but there is nothing that you can do. Not a thing. Oh, all right. We have come all the way from Bhagwan. So, they will in any case censor, and I am not interested in using the television. To propagate anything or to give expression to myself, you see, in how many years I will go to America, but finally they came. I told them I will not come to the studio. You want it, and that's the way you are regarded. Do what you like. I'm not interested. So you are going to say this on television? Your life is in danger. 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 It's a threat. To you, it is a threat. Already. Individually, it's a threat. You see. To the way you think, the way you are operating, so they will not, uh, they will eliminate me. I am not afraid. Is that where I go? It is no loss to the world, no loss to anybody. 
It is dangerous. Why? They don't like what I'm saying. No, there's, there's difference. There's so much. When I, yes, see, no matter where you are, even in the United States, which is supposed to be a land of the free and home of the brave, okay. they tolerate as long as you are not a threat. The moment you become a threat, they would eliminate you. There is no freedom there. That is what I said there. There is no freedom in America, no communism in Russia, no spirituality in India. <laughs> there is no communism in India. It is not going to be a state to state any time. There is no spirituality in India. No spirituality in India. I am an Indian. I come from India. I grew up there. What kind of books did you read? Oh, I haven't read anything since 1953. Before that, I read everything that was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I had 10,000 books in my personal library. <laughs> then when I left that house, they said, you sell them by weight and buy some peanuts or something. Useless. <laughs> what has not helped you is not going to help you. If you are lucky enough to stumble into this kind of a thing, whatever it is, there is no question of your coming and thanking me or thanking anybody, or me feeling superior because I have helped you, I have put you on the right path. Not at all. Not at all. You see, this is Leave that alone. That's my. Leave that. Don't touch them. Don't play. If you are born that way, if you are born that way, genetically programmed that way, there is nothing that you can do. You push and push and push. Otherwise, it's not worth it. Not worth it. Enjoy. <laughs> Why Something about it, so we will keep on. Yeah, it is there. There is nothing that until the end of our life. Yeah, thank God there is such a thing as death. That puts an end. You don't want me to stop. How do we stop? <laughs> what time is it now? Anybody? Ten thirty. That's enough. One and hour, one and hour. Huh? Come on, you sum up. Tell me what you make out of this. <laughs> you are not here, you'll be somewhere else. That's enough problem. <laughs> That's your misery. What, Margaret? <laughs> no, tell me. 
No, no, we are not discussing anything profound. What do you make of it? <laughs> no, I'm not mystifying or anything. No, How can you be interested in this kind of thing? How can you be interested in this? You can't be interested in this kind of a thing. I think that we have the idea that when we could understand what you are saying, that we perhaps could be happy forever. That's what I am saying. The ultimate is. I am saying all the time that there is nothing to understand. You see, how I stumbled into this situation that there is nothing to understand, I really don't know. It's not the, the, the understanding that you are talking about, by listening more and more, looking at yourself and thinking over and over again. Uh, you, you understand, like the way we understand the mathematical problems or some technical problems or the legal problems, you see, like that. See, but uh, that's not the, the, that is not the instrument, uh, and that instrument has not helped you to understand anything. And then if that, if that certainty dawns on you, there is nothing to understand, there is no other instrument. If you invent intuition, there is an intuitive way of understanding, there is another way of understanding. No. That's the only instrument you have, the intellect which we have developed. It's not acquired, it's developed. Intellect is developed. Intelligence is native form, like the animals. We are highly evolved species, so our level of intelligence is more than the level of intelligence of the animals. That's all, that's the only difference. Otherwise, uh, the acquired intellect cannot help you to understand something that is living. Living problems cannot be solved that way. And the intelligence that is necessary for the survival of the living organism is already there. What do we do? There is nothing to understand, I am saying. And you are all the time trying to understand. Are you saying that? Hmm. Sleeping. He is tired. Yeah. I think it's time for us all to stay. Go to sleep. Mr. Hanks called. Yes, question. He is coming to India and he will. Uh, no, no, I did not complete the sentence. You can try your luck with other teachers then. <laughs> no. no. All right. Now that I will not do. Hmm? That I will not do. Hmm. No about. Anyhow, but I said, but what I was trying to say that you. You are saying to us, I don't have the knowledge of it, so there is no memory of it. So I cannot tell you what is that how in, I what is that in here? Yes. How I stumbled into that. Yes. So there is nothing to compare from my side to you. Huh? No. Uh, it's not clear. Say that again. <laughs> you are saying to us, I don't have knowledge from that, how I stumbled into it. Listen, 
Let me, let me put it differently. I really don't know how I stumbled into this. That's what I'm saying. Right. This is not what you are interested in. This is the second statement that I am making. This can't be... You can be interested in this. What I stumbled into. What you are interested in is totally different. What you know. How, how, how do you know that what we want and what we are after is something else than what you stumbled in? Because I was also looking for the same thing. Yeah. Yes. It starts with this. It starts with that. It starts, there is no way out, there is nothing that you can do about it. We are all cut that way. And then somewhere along the line, it has to occur to you that this is not leading me anywhere. You know, there is no use standing there, going to ten different teachers. It is the one you have seen them all. Not through understanding and not through intellect. And what is it that is there for you to do in that case? Nothing. You say nothing. I, I don't know. I try everything and nothing works so far. <laughs> nothing <laughs> works. You are waiting. Go and go on living and do the same side thing. You can't do that also, unfortunately. You can't do that. You can't go back, you see, and live like anybody else. You see, you know that's the problem. Either you have to find an answer or. Uh, there is no art. You have got to find an answer for that. If there is 